0: Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly.
1: Je suis Stéphane.
0: Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to live aboard cruising. All right, beautiful day here in Finicky Turkey. We have the
1: Côte d'Azur Côte of Turkey. Of
0: Turkey, I know it's beautiful. <laughs> Um, We continue to be mesmerized by this country and have had such great experiences. We've also been able to meet up with some friends on Boomerang and um, Beatty, who showed up in Finicky for wintering. Yesterday. Yesterday. And um, some other friends on um, Sea Odyssey as well. We met up with them earlier in cash. Yeah. Um, And then they're going to come back here in winter. But we'll be gone. We'll be gone, yeah. So lots to catch up uh, on today. And wanted to also talk about how our process went to get temporary residency for one year in Turkey. And why we're doing it and what we've learned along the way. Um, So I think first to just kind of catch everybody up, we went on a road trip. And you have to stay through to the end of this podcast for a little teaser for an upcoming um, episode we're going to be doing. But we took a road trip. We went to Antalya, which is this cute little town a couple hours away. We got we got a ride. We stayed a couple days there. Um, and then we went to... So
1: it's just for people. I mean, you can check online, but Antalya is two hours away east from Finike.
0: Right, farther east. And um, we wanted to kind of check that out. But also, we, that's where the uh, airport was to hop over to Istanbul. Mm. And we stayed three days in Istanbul.
1: Do you want to say something about it Yeah,
0: I'm going to in a minute. Oh. I'm just kind of doing the overview. Oh. And um, we got a tour guide and toured around. And then we um, took a little road trip, which we'll talk about in the next episode. Um so yeah so Antalya is this cute little town um has an old town so you kind of when we were getting a ride to there we were driving through we're like oh boy this is just like a, a big city lots of tourists super busy um
1: well lots of tourists I don't know it's just Well and
0: locals yeah lo-
1: must lot of local yeah. in, outside of the old town mm-hmm. I think the number of tourists was limited. They were probably all like us in the old town.
0: Or or people from Turkey visiting because it's kind of a destination. Yeah. yeah. The
1: point being like if you go in the old town, it's like suddenly it's relaxing. Yeah, so
0: we drove through <laughs> this little gate. Mm-hmm. um which was which was amazing you kind of go through this gate and the and the taxi was driving like through these tiny little roads we're like are we supposed to be on these roads mm-hmm. and so then we got to our hotel which was also really really great mm-hmm. um and they it was like this little oasis they had this little outdoor area breakfast was amazing she cooked everything herself Um We told them we were vegan, vegetarian, and they had something special prepared. It was it was super cute, Um, and we kind of marched around. They have a uh, old town. Um, With some ruins, uh, which seems like every town in Turkey has that. They Mm -hmm. just kind of pop up out of nowhere. And then um, some
1: restaurants. Yeah, tons of restaurants. Funny, there's some like Irish. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of um, Irish. Irish and German, right? Like that's
0: what we noticed. And, and obviously
1: Turkish and yeah yeah so kind of I mean cool vibe yeah, yeah. it's just at night it gets really lively like you can, all the people come out people come in yeah to the old town yeah. and and then the the bars the yeah. restaurants the lights yeah and everything is cool and, yeah it's and lots still of like shops. a
0: a resorty kind of um little bit of a old town plus resorty vibe they have a couple beach resorts and so anyway it was it was cool we wanted to go there and check that out and then we flew to Istanbul which was really awesome and um what we did the first day well what we did is we got a tour guide and we got a tour guide for 2 days because what we've learned is when we kind of walk around and see these places we have no context and so we thought it was useful to get a tour guide. Um, we actually went through Rick Steves because I follow his videos and um, got a certified tour guide, and she knew everything about everything and any question we asked. And um, she marched us around for two days. And then, but the first day when we got there, I have a map in front of me so that I, I want to refer to exactly where we went. We visited Topkapi Palace. Um, Stefan wanted to see the. Harem. Harem. (laughs) And there weren't that many people there. I didn't feel like it wasn't overly crowded. Um, Well,
1: you have to buy a special ticket for the private.
0: The harem piece of it. Yeah. Which is, harem doesn't really mean like where all the girls hang out. Yeah. You know, (laughs) they hang out there, yes, but that's where the residence is. Like that's where they. Yes,
1: I know. Now, historically, they say that's where the family. Yeah. With. The girls from the higher and like I yeah, three hundred, five hundred, I forgot. Yes,
0: yeah, it, it was a lot.
1: So, so I think less people were in that area um, when we got out of it. Um, I think there were more yeah. uh, people, but it was open space, and, mm-hmm. and then uh,
0: and we stayed right across the street from the blue mosque, which we were we were kind of excited to see, but it was closed for renovation, so that was a bummer. Um, and then the next day. Um,
1: when next to uh, the blue mosque, I mean, the, the streets are pretty, uh, pretty cool. You have a little bazaar that is outdoor,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then, uh, I mean, and at night, the lights are really cool the fountains, the people there. Yeah, so, so
0: between the blue mosque and Topkapi Palace, um, is the Hagia Sophia church, mosque, church. Um, it used to be a, a church and it turned into a mosque. At some point, and they have like this fountains and lights, and like a it's like a okay, this is not gonna come out right, but it reminded me of like central Disney, like this whole yeah, like this whole they have like a fountain in the middle and all of these cute little white picket fence things with like all these little plants and topiaries and little ponds, and it but like on a way grander scale, so. Anyway, it was really cool when it lights up, up outside. It's amazing. Okay, so the next day, um we went to uh, Hagia Sophia, which oh my god, I mean, that blew my mind. I I walked in and my jaw dropped. What mm-hmm. about you? Like Yeah. It was incredible. Just it, the scale, I think.
1: And Yeah, yeah, it's it's you come in and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then you turn like 90 degrees and and you're like, "Ooh."
0: Right. That was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we also, and I'll just do some highlights because I won't go through every single thing we did, but um, we visited the Sulaymani Mosque, which was sort of on the other side of town. Um, we hit the Grand Bazaar, which was just Again, like the scale and very grand, like a lot of vendors, a lot of people trying to sell us rugs. We're like, no, no, we we live on a boat, and they're like, it's okay, you can have a small one. And we're like, no, no, we can ship it. We can ship it. Um, So there was that. We went, we walked all over town, and um, we went to the spice bazaar. That was really. Oh,
1: you forgot about the night cruise. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that no that was what well, you talk night. about
0: it. oh the first night yeah yeah <laughs> so you talk about the night cruise
1: oh yeah so the first night uh we got on this cruise and the idea was just to basically see it's like a dinner
0: cruise yeah, yeah
1: Istanbul by night and um and that was cool like I mean like anything by night with the lights and it it was the bridges and so it was beautiful uh the thing that was the little I don't know
0: you like the belly dancer. You no. like the belly dancer.
1: Yeah, no, the shows were really, really average, uh, below average. <laughs> um, the food was also uh, just okay. It's more like we suddenly found ourselves. Well, you're like,
0: in the Bosporus, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 so you go under the uh, two major bridges um, that make up the, I guess it's the Galata Bridge and the At- Ataturk Bridge. Um, which is kind of around the Golden Horn, which is what everybody says, like, you have to see that at night. And it is really, really cool. It's all lit up, actually, in red, which looked a lot like the Golden Gate Bridge at night. Um, mm.
1: But what was, what was uneasy was we were sitting, I mean pretty close to everybody, like yeah. to lots of people, suddenly nobody has masks. and and you're like, well, yeah. okay, let's have dinner with Dealing people with sitting COVID. as if it was a pre or post COVID.
0: So. Yeah. So um yes, that was kind of a bummer. But um it was outdoors the rest of the time upstairs and stuff. So yeah. that was all good. Um yeah, so that was the that was kind of the boat tour and you kinda of have to do it. You know, it's just it's just part of the experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Spice Bazaar was also really cool. Lots of you know, open everything you see in videos and pictures. It's like it blows your mind the scale of it. I guess is the is this big surprise. And then we um, the second day we went over to the Asia side.
1: Where are you skipping things? I know
0: because I want to get to the residency part, which is why people. Why to the hammam? Well, oh, was that, that was the first day, right
1: <laughs> Wow, well, the second day really, really
0: Yeah, so our tour guide said You have to go to a traditional hammam So um, she showed us where it was It looked like a hole in the wall yeah. Um, there was nothing special it was just like this little sign above a doorway yeah
1: she said that's where she goes with her girlfriend. and we're like and seriously
0: it looks like nothing
1: and we wanted to do something like this but we were like oh during COVID time it's probably not a good idea and then some, and also right. we don't know which environment stuff so when she said oh yeah you just this is where go to go to this one yeah. so we said okay we went there at the end of the day after walking 20 plus thousand steps mm-hmm. and so one that was like a crazy experience you have to like google i've seen their youtube the hamam, videos yeah. yeah just type hammam whatever it felt like
0: it felt like we were in a car wash like yes, <laughs> that's what it felt very like. much
1: get it's, a car wash or and and also like you you're like in the wrestling <laughs> arena wrestling match yeah where you you basically get wrestled
0: <laughs> sort of, yeah. Anyway, so so check out those videos. I definitely would recommend it. Um, you know, other people's videos of going to the hamam, although they're probably not taking videos of
1: the inside. No, no, everybody. I've seen videos oh, like uh, somebody was doing a documentary, and um, and I I, I've seen the same yeah. thing that we went through.
0: But what was cool is it well, was totally traditional. Yes. You know, like the inside had all of the beautiful um, domes and vents and like all the things to make it hot in there. It had a grand slab of um, marble which you lay on
1: yeah and the funny thing is you have no idea what each step is and all these because we would
0: never done it before yeah.
1: and all these old guys over there like they don't speak a word of English except this they're like okay shower okay, okay I'll stand go shower. sit. Yeah, and then you. Well,
0: like, I didn't have guys. You had guys. I yeah, had a one. Yeah,
1: because we we're separate. Yeah, and then uh, and then you're like this big marble piece, and and you're like you're sitting there, and it's like you know, like you understand, you have to lay down on the marble, and you're like turn over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So it was you.
0: definitely a different experience though than like a Western massage. Oh you know? yeah. So
1: well, totally then you have the option. You do the man only. And you can uh, also go for an optional yeah. massage afterwards. And uh, yeah, the massage was kind of like interesting too. Like, uh, yeah, more more like what I guess you're used to. Like, but uh, but the MM experience, yeah. The, well,
0: it's kind of dangerous on a podcast to say that massage was interesting. No, it was just the standard massage. Like... It was nothing different than I think anybody would get in a 30 minute massage, like in, in the West.
1: Maybe a so. little rougher. Like you think little, it was? Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe a little more aggressive. Okay. So but
1: afterwards, I must say, because after a long day of walking, and uh, I must say, I felt like revived. Like I yeah, was Yeah, we were like, tired.
0: Oh. And we, we went in there, we're like, okay, we'll just go get, it, get this kind of done, and then we'll go back to our hotel room and sleep. That's what yeah. we thought was going to happen.
1: And then, then suddenly it's like, oh yeah, yeah. we had the energy again, and, we and nice didn't dinner. feel tired. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, walked and then, around some more. Yeah, so that was definitely something to do. Mm-hmm. Try. It.
0: Yeah, definitely. So then the next day, she took us over to the Asia side of Istanbul. Um, the new town. Then they call it the kind of new city. And um, we walked around there. We went to, there's all, you know, Galetta Towers. We, there's all these kind of different consulates. Um, you know, more of a modern, I would say, shopping district. And yeah, very
1: similar to European mm-hmm. city, like the downtown with all the shops. Uh, you know, I, I felt to me like the Old Town was like the best. Uh, by far, like the new town, it was a cool to get a vibe of like what is big Turkish town with people working, living mm-hmm. over there and um, and see another side of, of like Istanbul. But um, yeah, the old town was definitely the the highlight for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we visited this little tom, town called um, Balik, which is kind of... Um They're trying to re-gentrify it a little bit, make it a little artsy. Mm -hmm. There was some cool um, little coffee shops and tea shops, I would say, that were kind of cute. It had more of a hippie, artsy vibe, trying to go in that direction. There was still a lot. You know, I think a lot's going to be done there. It's going to be really
1: Yeah, probably over the next five, ten years, That's going to have a... I mean, already had the cool vibe. It's probably going to, to increase.
0: yeah. So that was our just a quick overview <laughs> me what me, else
1: do tour guides probably like what this Why is are all you, you, all you <laughs> <retained> <laughs> from these two days of me talking
0: no it was it was great uh, too much to communicate and you know just giving you guys an overview of what we did yeah
1: and and the great thing about having a guide is is just like I mean we skip on so many little things as you walk around mm-hmm. and you're talking about you know the all life the history in Turkey, the yeah. history and so uh, all the little spots that you will never yeah. find out. Um, and I would
0: definitely recommend Mina. Um, she was our tour, tour guide, and if anybody's interested or wants our contact information, just reach out to us on Allen. Yeah,
1: she's awesome. At
0: gmail.com. Um, yeah, she's great and um, definitely made the experience. Definitely it was a, we were able to appreciate and absorb a lot more. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing how much information she had in her head. Like I'd say, well, why is what's this? And she had this whole historical background thing of this one thing I asked about, which was, you know, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, it makes yeah. you realize like it's it's a lifetime learning thing to do this job. It's not like, hey, I'm going to be reading a book and be a tour guide. It's, yeah. She was able to tell stories from other countries centuries
0: and centuries and centuries of like history related
1: to like Turkey and Istanbul and and so where she had gone to so it's pretty cool yeah
0: Yeah. and it's pretty cool to just this this country in general just has so much history like old ancient history Mm -hmm. um, which we're excited to continue to learn about Um, all right so why are we getting a residency Um, the number one reason is because no matter what, we want to be able to get back to our boat. Um, we talked about this a little bit in Montenegro with COVID. You know, if they lock down the country and, and stuff, we we just definitely still want to get back onto the boat. Um, our plans are to go back to the U.S. for Christmas and, um, you know, do do some things there um, and then come back in, in April. So do you want to kind of give a summary of—, of know what the process was
1: yeah so first you need a one-year contract with a marina in Turkey in order to request a temporary residency for one year
0: or a rental contract on a condo or a house Yeah, there might be other ways at least
1: if you're a cruiser that's that's what it is and just as a reminder we we're not planning or we don't know for sure if we're going to stay like a full year in, in Turkey but when we, need, when we looked at the prices for the number of months we thought we would stay, uh, I don't remember, maybe like six months, mm-hmm. versus the price for that versus the price for the one-year uh, contract. contract, including a haul-out and including the option to be able to get the residency um, in order to ensure we come back in April in the country, uh, then we went that route. So. It was just
0: more cost-effective. And this, by yeah. the way, is with Satora marinas. Mm-hmm. Satora has, I
1: don't ten. know. Ten. marinas along the coast of Eight Turkey. Eight to ten, say.
0: Yeah. Um, marinas around Turkey, and, and you can stop at any of them. So your contract covers multiple marinas. Up to
1: one month, yeah. Okay, which, 30 is ni- days, yeah
0: so. which is nice. Yeah,
1: which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, the process is pretty straightforward because you have, uh, and I'm sure it's true for every marina, but in Finiki Marina, we, we met with one person first, Osman, and... He's was, a residence agent. Yeah, yeah, so you just give him all the paperwork and the passport and uh, you know, pictures that you have to take here. Yeah. Um, I don't remember, like basically all the, the regular paperwork the about your identification it. with with the boat, the boat. He does his stuff online and then he gives you back uh, printouts of papers. And two weeks later, uh, there are some, when he does the, the, the process online, there are basically dates that are available for the uh, in-person appointment in Khmer. Mm-hmm. Khmer is about one hour east uh, from Finiki.
0: Just to step back for a second, um, we had already checked into Turkey in Didim, mm-hmm. And at that time we had a check-in agent who helped us get our e-visas or, or A two visas well, or whatever they check were. Checking
1: the country and, and check in and do all visa, that stuff. So.
0: so if we were gonna come directly here, Osman would have also checked us in and done all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So the the process is you get a temp, you get a tourist visa first, so we still had to pay for that.
1: Yeah, if you're American citizen, yeah, you yeah. need an e visa, which is all done online within minutes. Yeah, they do it. It's I forgot the price, but it's not that expensive. No, it wasn't for one year.
0: Yeah, and then um, well, no, that's I thought it was for 90 days because that's the standard time.
1: Maybe 90. 90 days, days yeah. Sorry.
0: And then um, yeah, so when by the time we got to Finicky, Osman was helping us specifically with the with the
1: application set. process for the residency. Yeah. So so he did that gave us all the paperwork um, and then we made an appointment which was within about 2 weeks from the time he did this. Um, and then, so the second step, uh, you work with Tariq here in Vidić Marina, and he's a transportation slash tour uh, tour agent, tourist agent, I guess. Yeah. So you give him all the paperwork. He has a folder. He prepares everything to to make it as easy as possible. Once you have your appointment, um, so he drove us over there. Uh, we Which was down. about
0: what, like an hour away? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. And and the appointment was like. Uh, maybe like thirty minutes, forty-five minutes at the most, and then then we left with, sorry. Bless you. <coughs> sorry, <laughs> <coughs> and I always do too. Uh, <laughs> um, and then and then when you leave, you have a piece of paper that shows you have a temporary residency uh, for one year, and you'll get a card. Let's say within a week or two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's what it is cost-wise. The first step was 930 Turkish Lira for the two of us. Um, Which sounds
0: like a lot, but it's not. uh, That
1: was $110. Yeah. The second step was uh, 2,000 Turkish Lira. So, I don't know, 200, slightly over $200. Uh, for both of us again uh, for including the the trip that so the the fee uh, for 500 Turkish lira to go to kemir and come back and then the online payment uh, for the application and then the
0: health insurance.
1: and then yeah, which so, was
0: forty dollars forty US dollars. so if for the year
1: in summary if if we if there was no covid, um and we didn't you know, there was no risk of lockdown or anything. Um I'm not sure we would have needed it. Uh we could have gotten like ninety days and then the come residency, back. yeah. Yeah, another ninety days. But it gives it's kind of like we're looking at it as an insurance policy. Yeah. We know people that left their boat in Tangier and Morocco and then it's been two years and they haven't been able to go back to it. There are many stories like this. So uh, hopefully things so. are the right trend, but it's a good insurance policy. Yeah, uh, for
0: for us and our plans, we also know other people um, who have said that you can get a te- you can get a residency, temporary residency, like we are for for twelve months, and then you can renew it um for a couple years and then 5 years and so you can extend it. Yeah. But also if you have a temporary residency in Turkey through your your um, marina contract, you can also apply from Turkey for a long stay visa without going back to your home country because, because you're
1: now resident. You're now
0: resident in Turkey. So that's also interesting for those people who maybe want to get a long-stay visa from France or Spain or Portugal, um, mm-hmm. but don't want to go back to the U.S. or don't want to go back to Australia or the U.K. Anchor to the do it. the cost and
1: everything.
0: Right. So that that was So it. that
1: could be, like, that's a side benefit next year. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet what we're going to do, go west and cross the Atlantic or stay another season here. So if we stay another season, I think the added benefit is the health insurance we have, Default health insurance really is not kind of offering you the same health insurance as local uh, citizen here, but if you what we understood is after a year, then you can basically pay for yeah, but the, uh, the regular health insurance. the
0: healthcare is so cheap.
1: No, but it might be cheap. I'm just saying, yeah. like once we know people who've been here more than a year, they then subscribe to the health insurance that are offered to the to the people as yeah. regular citizen, and that's even like cheaper like, yeah you know so yeah. so that's that's potentially another benefit um and then you're like oh wow, well, you have health insurance in the u.s we do but the headache of just getting a simple like just the dentist or you know and the cost and trying to recoup this cost and and getting all this paperwork yeah. and doing the regular checkup is just like a Pain in the butt that was the case last year. So we're thinking of like maybe, maybe next year, paying of out of having, pocket. Yeah. We've heard so. Great let's talk stories. about just
0: quickly. So, what we learned. So, um, I think I may have mentioned in one of the previous podcasts that people get all of their health care done in Turkey. And it's like, you wouldn't think that. Like, why is that, you know, is it safe? Do they have good doctors? You know, turns out they, Turkey is like becoming really well known as a medical destination. Um, Just to give you an example, and this is like um, just a total random example. We're in the airport and we saw all these people with like bandages on their heads and on their faces. Blood. Like, you know, like,
1: even in Istanbul, like Istanbul see, walking like, around,
0: we're like, what is going on? Turns out, men. well, men and women with the noses. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, true. And so apparently, people take these like medical vacations to Istanbul to do these really modern um, procedures for hair transplants and nose jobs and all kinds of plastic surgery. Transplant? Implant? I don't know what it is. (laughs) implant Well, they transplant it from kind of the back of your head to the top of your head. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) um, and and they have a lot of really state-of-the-art equipment, just generally speaking. So, for instance, if you want to go get your wellness exams um, once a year, um, you can basically set it up. Anybody can walk off the street, pay private, um, fees for it, which end up being about 100 US dollars.
1: All these to be verified. We don't have first-hand experience. No, no, no.
0: But pe- people we've yeah, talked to do have first-hand I know. experience. I know, but... Okay, yeah, we haven't done it. But. We haven't done it. Yeah, so what they say is, is that you show up, you make appointments, you get all your whatever scans, you know, exams, blood work... Um, they put you on a, on a machine and make you run for a minute and then make, check your heart, you know, all, all of these things that, I mean, I've never had that test done in the U S and then they give you, they feed you lunch and then they, you know, march you around from one office to another. You get an, uh, uh MR, you can get an MRI and CAT scan if you want, and then you leave with all of the results. Um, like I said, for like a hundred dollars, and you get it all done in one day, which is like phenomenal. So, again, you know, that, that's something we haven't done yet, but sounds like a pretty good deal to me and worth checking out. And that's the private, non insured costs like, that's just mm. doing it. So, anyway, that there's some benefits. Dentist. Dentists are, says, are supposed to be super yeah. cheap. A lot of, yeah, I guess there's a lot of oral surgery and stuff done, or or, or like you know, uh special dental
1: work or whatever. And, and we've heard great stories from friends we met also in Tunisia and so, uh-huh. you know, countries you might not think about for, like, healthcare and, yeah. and suddenly, like, you hear like, great, great stories. So yeah, A long yeah. way to go for the U.S.
0: Yeah. Well, this one guy was saying I was like, yeah, but, like, what if you what if you, you know, have a problem and you need, like, pretty serious you know, uh, surgery and he's like, it would be cheaper for me to book a flight back to turkey book the surgery in turkey and fly back home which i thought was a pretty and this was a u.s citizen who was mm. saying that um they and, and they don't have health care insurance outside of what they do in turkey so anyway so that's our um residency story we don't know if we're going to need to use it like like i said but um it, it's kind of a good it, kind of insurance and backup plan uh for us there yeah. so
1: and then just as a tip check the validation the end date of your passport because you have this issue yeah so
0: my passport expires in july of 22 which seems like a really long way away at least it did when i left the u.s and in last um in the spring um so they can only uh have my residency currently registered through the middle of april so when we go back i have to update my passport and then we come back and they basically extend it um, it's an extension process, so that's separate. So, yeah, getting getting your passports renewed. Now we're on, like, weird schedule because yours renews different than mine. So yeah, I mean, mine weird, is for a
1: full year, and then uh, yours is until April 15.
0: Uh, the residency, but I mean the passports. We're on yeah. a different passport schedule. So, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, any, any final thoughts on, on Turkey in general? There's a lot of meat eating around here, but. Um, yeah, but we've been, find, yeah. Uh, we've been able to find. Yeah,
1: we've been able to find stuff. Well, one thing is, it's cheap. It's super cheap. We got reminded how cheap it is. Even in, of course, you can spend money in Istanbul in nice restaurants. Yeah, but, for sure. But even nice, decent restaurants like we've been super to super nice restaurants,
0: yeah. tons of food, more than you can ever eat. What, like, like twenty five dollars?
1: Oh, f- for yeah. two people. I mean, and we're talking about like.
0: B- like b- higher better. end, yeah. yeah.
1: Otherwise, you can find stuff like super cheap, super and cheap. we got reminded of that once we got to the south of France, where suddenly, like, uh, to get what? F- what? We went to the south of France. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So from Istanbul, we went to the south of France, and um, we visited Le Grand Motte, which is the town where they make Ouzoires. Mm-hmm. in one of our previous episodes we had talked about our struggle with comfort and performance and um we got off that podcast and we were like you know we've never actually sailed on one and here we are like doing a podcast comparing the two and so we thought we would go there and um get filled up on on crepes and galettes and and meet up with some friends we have a bunch of friends on Otremiers and um Take yeah. a sale, which we did. Until so we met
1: we met in uh, Porto Montenegro last year. Mm-hmm. So that's a manaca. So attractive. I don't wanna give
0: it away because that's the next episode. We're gonna talk all about that trip.
1: And splendid seas. Yeah. Me and Charles and Charlie. And so so yeah, that was cool to catch up with those people we hadn't met back in because we didn't see them when we left this this year in the spring. So it was cool to meet them like mm-hmm. a year plus uh, almost yeah, a year almost a year later. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so we'll talk more about that but um, yeah we, so we were we were completely made aware of how cheap turkey was when we paid for galettes and crepes and, and each meal ended up
1: being well, like, like an orange juice here is just like a pure orange juice, full glass and i don't what even know what is it like 50
0: cents or something i don't know a yeah. dollar and then
1: over there is just the washed down watery yeah. orange juice with so many ice cubes for like cubes.
0: 6 euros or something yeah. yeah
1: and you're like oh so
0: <laughs> so cheap here um, yeah so i can see why people would really enjoy it it's beautiful the people are nice it's really cheap you know you get good stuff and um, the sailing is is really cool so that's it for now. We will update everybody on our trip to Le Grand Mott um, in the next episode, which is our comfort and performance part two discussion. So that's all for now. Reach out to us with any questions at sailingowen at gmail.com. Or uh, you can check out our blog at, um, at sailingowen.com. Bon Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another Covert Castaway. Fair winds for now.